Well, for the last three weeks, we've been talking about a man who acts like a large creature. So what better way to move past that than to talk about a large creature that acts like a man? <laughs> That's right, we're reviewing Kong Skull Island here tonight on a very monkey and around edition of the review. Review! Monkey? <laughs> Is that a monkey? I fucking hate that guy. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Review View, a show where two small town dudes give your big dumb opinions. I'm Troy to the max extreme. I'm holding on to my butt. <laughs> Ooh, Sam Jackson quote. Yeah. Like it. Jurassic Park. Check it out sometime. Also in this movie. In this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was like one of the biggest, like the biggest <laughs> reactions that got. Like, oh my god, he said, "Hold on to your butts." See danger. See danger. Waving rocking hey, that, hey. rocking that baby bump. Fuck yeah! Yeah, <laughs> flipping us off with child. Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! Uh, excuse our delay. We are one day late because of scheduling issues, but. We are a day late, but not a dollar short. That is true. And we are also recording on 3-6-teen day. It's stone, oh, yeah. it's stone cold day, baby. So we cr- cracked open some cold ones and just some Steve Weisers. Some Steve Weisers and get ready for the next 10 minutes just to be stone cold impressions. <laughs> what? Oh, hell yeah. What? 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 <laughs> Uh, that's also, the whole show. That's, that's the, the show. show. We're not Everybody. even going to review. <laughs> not going to get Skull better Island. than that. Uh, tomorrow, also being St. Patty's Day, it's a busy week. We had Pie Day. Oh yeah, totally got some pie on Pie Day. Did you? Yeah. God damn it! <laughs> missed out. God damn! It. <laughs> I missed out on it. Got Pie Day. Got Stone Cold Steve Austin Day. Yeah. Got St. Patrick's Day. It's a packed week. Got the Ides of March. Packed. <laughs> packed week, JT. It's packed. <laughs> it's packed. <laughs> it's so packed. It's packed. <laughs> so while you're listening to this on good old St. Patty's Day, enjoy a brew for us. St. Patty's Day. St. Patty's Day. That's not... I'm getting far o- farther away from it. I don't it. know what kind of... Oh, the St. Patty's Day. Is that it? That's better. Yes. Brought it back. You did Nailed it. Nailed it. You did it. Nailed it. <clears throat> I did it. So, also. <clears throat> oh, no. Oh, no. Joel. You got infected with an <laughs> Irish accent. I'm dying. <laughs> I got potato famine or whatever it is. You got Irish accent poisoning. <laughs> we are enjoying some special brews tonight. In honor of Kong Skull Island, I picked out the Zombie Monkey Robust Porter. And I have a Voodoo Ranger 8-Hop Pale Ale. Ooh, boy. Because I, I don't know. Voodoo? Yeah, there's rangers on the on the field there of Kong rangers. Skull Island. Yeah. And uh, in case we run out of that, we got some Guinness in the fridge for St. Patty's Day. De- ah! Oh, no! Oh, no! Too much! <laughs> Too much! 
Oh no! <coughs> Who knew that is that an Irish <coughs> accent was so infectious? Oh! <laughs> Cannot wait for all the Saint Paddy's. <laughs> <laughs> but first, we must get into the news of the week, starting with Sony. You know them, popular. They make amazing boomboxes. There you go. Walkman were a thing. <laughs> yes. They are to release a film coming out October 5th, 2018. That film being the Venom spin-off movie. Okay. So, who knows? Rumor has it that in Infinity War, Spider-Man will be getting his symbiote costume. Ooh. That's rumor. Should open the mill. Too late now. We've gone too far. Yeah. So in next year, October 5th, Venom will be on the slate. Well, did you hear the, uh, there's a rumor going around online that this movie coming out life is supposed to be a Venom prequel, like a really? secret Venom, like prequel movie. That's like the what? rumor going around online. What? What's the production? Is it Sony? I don't know what the production <sighs> is, but like that's like the thing because like when you watch because like they put out a uh, a restricted trailer uh, this week. Yeah. And uh, they had like a weird thing where they actually showed like stock footage from Spider-Man Three. Really. So like the 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 uh, the ongoing theory is that that's a uh, precursor that this movie Life is going to be the introduction is like a secret movie that's like the introduction of the uh symbiote symbiote that's <laughs> i don't know it's a, it's it's a crazy out there theory because the movie's rated r and i don't know if they would make an r-rated venom movie i mean they probably would <laughs> uh, i don't know who's what studio is coming out with it but I'm trying to look it up right now because it's about, it is about these astronauts that are bringing this life form uh, from Mars back to Earth. But, uh, and like when they show it, it does have like a very, uh, like, gelatin-like uh, appearance to itself. Yeah. But it's also, it's rated R. Like, they show like a scene <laughs> in the trailer where it like wraps around a dude's hand and breaks it finger by finger. My God, I uh, I can't find anything right now. But rumors speculating that because of the success of Logan and of uh, the Deadpool movie, that Venom could possibly go that route and also be a rated R film. All right, you're gonna now. You got me curious. Since you're doing the news, I'm I'm gonna look up and see what studio it's doing. Good, because I am having a hard time finding it. Uh, next on the docket is actually something related to it because that date that now the Venom movie has in store for itself, October 5th, 2018, was the date that Aquaman was supposed to be debuting from yeah. Warner Brothers. Yeah. And the Warner sister. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now WB has pushed Aquaman two months into December 21st, 2018. Because there is an opening in the holiday season that not a Star Wars film is going to take place in, or James Cameron's wacky Avatar sequels. Yes. 
So there's an opening for something big, and Aquaman may be able to fill that hole. Have you found anything yet, JT? No, I'm still trying to find <laughs> out what studio is coming out with life. <sighs> the only thing I could see that was coming out even around Aquaman in December is the animate animate animated is the animated <laughs> Spider-Man flick from Sony. Okay. So maybe direct competition, maybe it'll be a completely different market. Who but knows? it's in December, like they're it's going to end up competing with Star Wars in some form or another. No, cuz it's not in 2018 though. Because 20 the end of this year's episode Eight, yeah. But then in March or May or whatever is oh, the Han Solo movie oh, okay. leaving the so winner they're... open. Oh, okay. Smart thinking, WB. Smart thinking. Trying to avoid <laughs> avoiding them. <laughs> avoiding them. So that is getting all in the shuffle. October fifth, twenty eighteen. Venom. Okay. December twenty first. I want to play the trailer for it. It's got to show it in that. <laughs> we are way too interested. What is in this. the studio? Give us Show the me the studio. fucking studio, you dick. You didn't show me the studio once. <laughs> <laughs> is it Sony? I think it's Sony. It might be Sony. I'm trying to fucking find... Jesus Christ. Jesus. Okay. This is a two-minute one trailer, so this should show it. <laughs> oh my God! Show the fucking studio. <laughs> this is great. This is great podcast. Show the fucking studio. Show the studio. All right. Look, we're gonna. Yeah, it's Sony. It's Sony. It's Sony. So, if rumor speculates correctly, it could be a backdoor. Thing. Like it could be like a like an M Night Shyamalan, a big old twist. Yeah, just like oh, guess what? It's actually lead up to a Venom. I feel like that would be the only way that would make life more interesting, <laughs> because right now, like I had like not high expectations for it, but decent. And the more I see, I'm just like bored by it. I'm like, it looks like stuff we've seen before. Over and over, like with yeah. Alien or like Gravity or whatever. Yeah, I don't know, man. So if it, if it was a twist, split style, yeah. but then like have like people show up and then like they have this weird thing where it takes over somebody and it's like I'm Venom and then people are like, I just came to see Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm here for Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, like, what the fuck is this shit? I don't know. Definitely throw him off. It's true. Throw them off. JT, you're a fan of Legion. Love Legion. Really big well, fan. This should tickle your balls. That Legion yeah. getting a season two. Yes. Ordered by FX. Yes. Very good. If you yet to see an episode, heard it's great. Heard it gets better as it goes. Oh, it does. It does very God much. Damn. I might have to just check it out. Yeah, it's it's really good. Actually, uh, I read something today where it pointed out who they, who they're pretty sure the villain is, and it's like, yeah, I can see that. Oh, is it like somebody from like X Men canon? Yeah. Oh my. It is. Oh my. Popular X Men canon. Yeah, well, it depends on popular. Anytime I've anytime I've seen <laughs> this character, because I've seen this character like in the X Men video game, and it uh -huh. always looks really weird. Mojo? It's Mojo. Really? Yeah. 
throwing it out there. Because they show his face, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then, like, at, when, when somebody said Mojo, I was like, yep, I can see it. Oh, my. I can see it. Mojo, eh? I'll see how that goes. Yeah. It, it, but it's still, it's really fucking good. Mojo is, like, one of my least favorite villains, I think. Yeah, but the it's way they're so playing... fucking weird. He is weird, but the way they play it in this... Uh, I won't ruin it for people yeah, that haven't yeah, seen yeah. it yet, but the way they played in this, it's actually a really cool... Like, it, he disguises himself as other things inside his head that throws you off. Okay. Okay. So, it's, it's Say good. no more, JT. Okay. Say Definitely no check more. out Legion. It's, it's good. I really enjoy it. I was way not on board at first. I didn't give a fuck about Legion, I think I said. Yeah. You could quote me on it. Yeah. But now I think I give a little bit of a... <laughs> a little bit of a fuck about it. <laughs> So. The first episode is kind of weird because it's a lot of imagery. It's kind of hard to shuffle through. But then once they get off, once they get onto the compound, then it gets really interesting when they're going through his head. Right on. I'm really on board with it. In to it, JT. I was watching a hilariosity review from Chris Stuckman as you walked in yes. the podcast studio today. Yes. Well, the Power Ranger movie. The, up, the upcoming Power Ranger movie <laughs> is rumored to have two original cast members really? as a cameo. Really? I, did, I heard there weren't going to be any cameos. I heard that as well, but rumor has it. Son There's of a two, bitch. Not one, not three. Son <laughs> of a bitch. But two original cast members. Who would you, who would you think would be most likely... Man, I'm thinking JDF because he's out yeah. there in that in that yeah. public limelight. Yeah, he's over there telling people Jesus didn't tap. Right. Com. He's like almost having a resurgence at this point, JT. Yeah. Well, he tried to challenge CM Punk to a bunch of MMA fights. Never happened. What did Punk say? Nah. Yeah, he was too busy getting his ass kicked by somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got JDF. Yeah. <clears throat> Who do you think the other guy is? Oh man. Or girl. Shit. Yeah, I can definitely see the chick that plays Kimberly. Me too. Maybe showing up. Me too. I know she does, like, Lifetime movies and stuff. Still acting. Yeah. Still acting. I can see that. And I said, they did say original cast member in the article I read, so... Yeah. Trini is unfortunately dead. She died in a car accident, (laughs) like, in 2001 or something. Yeah. I haven't seen anything of Walter Jones, the Black Ranger. I remember seeing him on some... I can't remember the name of the show, but it was like a... It was like Nickelodeon's version of Star Trek. Mm. I remember seeing him in that. Really? I don't even know what the show is. The the Black Ranger. Ah, fuck. I know. I know. Uh, I don't know what that doesn't matter. I just remember that there was like a like their version of Spock in it was like a dude that had like weird spiral ears. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> was the name Spork? Probably. <laughs> but I don't. I don't know. It was. I. I just remember like seeing it as a little kid at my grandma's house when I was little, and it'd be like on. Must have really uh, did a number on you. Yeah. It'd be, it was on Snick, which I was like that was like my go to like. Oh, Staying up and watching Snick. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd stay at my grandparents' house, and they'd be like, okay, okay, Joel, you can watch another hour of television, you can go to bed. Like, oh, yeah, watch Snick. It's like Skinamax for younger kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Skinamax for kids that haven't gone through puberty yet. 
So I'm going for JDF for sure. Yeah. And it's either got to be the guy who played Jason, who I can't remember his name right now. Yeah. Or Kimberly. It's got to be those two. It might be Cool Billy. Maybe Cool Billy. Love the glasses. (laughs) Maybe. That's a stretch. Yeah. Thought he kind of wanted to distance himself from it, but who knows? I, I would see why I'd want to because he was being—he was ridiculed for being gay on the set all the time. Oh man, that's hot. Yeah, hot news. It's not—it's kind of well known. That's not really <laughs> hot. Also, there will be a mid-credit scene, so don't you get up out of your seat too quick. Don't you fucking stand. don't you miss it. Don't you fucking get up. Don't you miss it. Who knows what it would be? Probably a sequel. I hope it's Zed. Zed? Oh my god. Give me Zed. <laughs> Zed. Better show up, Zed. Better show up, Zed. Show up, Zed. Let me see you, Zed. Uh, Sam Jackson, JT. Motherfucker. Appearing in Jurassic Park, also Kong Skull Island, <laughs> was on a radio show this last week. Talking about all of his project and his life and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And at one point in the interview, some people say, now this may be potential big spoilers. Oh, no. For the upcoming Marvel movies. Oh, no, Troy. (laughs) But take it with a grain of salt. Or you can skip ahead like two minutes. All right. I'm going to skip ahead two minutes. Okay. But he said on the radio that he's looking forward to what? Nick Fury's going to be doing in the next few movies because he's looking for the skull. And as he was saying that, he was kind of getting talked over and then kind of got cut off. Yeah. But he definitely says he's looking for the skull, meaning the Red Skull. And uh, people have speculated that Red Skull may show up in Infinity War 1 or 2. It's true. You didn't see him. You just saw him vaporize. You didn't actually see him, like, his body. Right. He didn't explode or nothing. He, like... Looks like he teleported away. Yeah. What could that be? Hugo Weaving says he doesn't want to come back. That's bullshit. There's so much, like, red herrings in Hollywood. (laughs) Oh, no. He's not calm. He's, like, the one... He's, like, the one person, though. Hugo Weaving... Like, anybody could play Red Skull. That can do, like, a German accent. Because his face and... His entire face was covered by prosthetics. We just got, me and Molly just got done watching Cloud Atlas where he plays a woman at one point. Oh. Like a full blown like nurse. <laughs> Hugo Weaving. Yeah. Wow. Check it out. Cloud wow. 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 That's wild stuff. <laughs> uh speaking of Marvel movies, the Russo brothers directing that Infinity War Part One and Two. Yeah. Or Untitled Marvel's Avengers sequel. <laughs> Uh, after they get done with all that stuff, they've been slated for something else in the comic industry. Valiant Comics has a duo named Quantum and Woody. And they are signed on to produce a Quantum and Woody television program. Where's those monsters, zombies? Here we go. Oh, yeah. All right, beer here. Okay, go back into it. Did you hear what I said? Uh, bits and pieces. Quantum and Woody TV project. Gotcha. So, uh, from uh, Toy Story, right? From... 
Yes. It's going to be Buzz and Woody. Yeah. From... Buzz changed his name to Quantum. <laughs> Thought it'd be next, you know, next coolest thing to Buzz. Uh, but it's like chocolatey. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit chocolatey and a bit of a coffee flavor. A mm. bit. It's quite robust. Mmm. It's got robustness. That's my review. Mmm. <laughs> Also, along the lines of them being producers, joining them will be the screenwriters of Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. It's got a good crew. Okay. Quantum and Woody is like an, ad, uh, it's an adventure book with a like an, a comedy odd couple that are <laughs> adopted brothers and ones... They adopted each other. Yep. They adopted each other and they are on a grand adventure and there's a goat that has superpowers. Sold. See? All you need to say is a goat. <laughs> Just give me a rodent with powers. <laughs> some kind of animal with powers. Yep. So there you go. Uh, Batman, JT. Yeah. The Batman, to be specific. Yeah. Probably will not start shooting until next year. With Matt Reeves coming onto the helm, now news is coming out that the script is getting a complete rewrite from the ground up. <laughs> and uh, with also Ben Affleck going into rehab for his alcohol problem is not helping things. As, as I'm glad he's getting help. Yeah. And if he's conscious enough that he needs help, he's going to get it. So that's good. Yeah. But that... I think with him farther away from the project and dealing with his personal issues, that it may not be as what he wants. Because <laughs> he was, like, yeah. all on board to be, like, the head of this project. Yeah. And now he's just slowly yeah, been, like, <laughs> taking less and less, you know, uh, out of it. Yeah. I, I don't know. And well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We will see. But showing that it is a complete rewrite from the ground up, uh, concept footage has been shown of Deathstroke and uh, Joe Manganello. Yeah. As the character could be written out completely. <laughs> now, if Matt Reeves <laughs> wants to redo the whole thing from scratch. <laughs> so sorry, Joe. If you want it in, they're forcing. Lead that, your case. It just sounds like they're forcing a Batman movie now. It really does. Yeah. Well, they are. It's like, we just need Batman. <laughs> no. We just need Batman. Like, nothing nothing about this at all seems inspired, which makes me believe that it's going to suck. Yeah. Well, it very well could be uh, the case that it could suck. Yeah. Because the reason, the reason Christopher Nolan made the Dark Knight series is because he was inspired. Like, yeah. he actually did want to make a Batman story. Well, that like, last one wasn't so inspired. Yeah, but yeah, but that one <laughs> wasn't as good. Right. Like, he only wanted to make the first... He only wanted to make the, the two... And then, like, the studio pushed him for a third because they love trilogies. But, yeah, this Batman movie just seems so forced. And I don't... Then usually when it's forced like that, it, there's so many w moving parts. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be good. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I I guarantee you that it would make money because Batman makes a shit ton of money. Put his yeah. name on anything, like, you're bound to get eyes on it. Sure, it's going to make money, but there's a bunch of things that made money that suck. BVS. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Batman versus Superman. <coughs> oh, sorry, got a cough. Got that Irish flu. Dawn of Justice. <coughs> <coughs> Sucked really bad. <laughs> the last bit of news I have, JT. Speaking of sucking, 
<laughs> Finn Jones of Iron Fist playing Danny Rand. Iron yeah. Fist. Yeah. Uh, is coming out and said that... He's gay? <laughs> no, no, no. He's coming out to say that negative reviews of Iron Fist is because of one problem. And that problem is Donald Trump. <laughs> Because. That makes sense. <laughs> because. Am I right, guys? <laughs> yeah! Iron Fist is good now! <laughs> because uh, Donald Trump being a uh, white, empowered billionaire makes now Danny Rand a white, powerful billionaire public enemy number one. When have people ever liked white, powerful billionaires? Batman. But that's like... I guess they don't know he's a billionaire. Yeah. Oh, so that's why Batman... That's <laughs> So they're making a Batman movie, though, that's why that's gonna suck now? Because well, Donald no, Trump... that'd be if they made a Bruce Wayne movie, I guess. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> shut up. What's his name? Finn uh, Jones? Finn Jones. Yeah, shut up. Yeah. Not true. I heard... I've heard nothing but we might have to just set aside a, a show just to talk about Iron Fist from how much of like a burning trash fire I've heard this yeah, is. Yeah, it starts tomorrow. Well, I know. today while you're listening. So I can't wait to hate watch this. Oh man, it's gonna suck. Because I just heard that it's just boring. Yeah. So like, it's gonna be like happens. a slog to get through. Really nothing happens. Also, I heard that uh, another thing he wanted to add on to this is like. The uh, Iron Fist series isn't the whole arc for Iron Fist. It's, uh, you gotta watch all the way up through the Defenders to see his whole arc. And I'm like, maybe so, but why wouldn't you make your series good then? Yeah. Not that he, (laughs) not that he wrote it or directed it or anything, but come on, man. I'm interested to see Finn Jones in uh, what he can do. I have never seen him in anything yet before. I saw him in Game of Thrones... And he didn't have, like, a huge part in it where I was like, oh, I'm blown away by... Like, I I can't really tell how good he is just by what he did in Game of Thrones. Sure. But, uh... Yeah, I don't... I don't know. Finn Jones, we'll we'll see. Time will tell. I'll try to catch... Starts tomorrow, or if you're listening to it today. Yes. So, check it out. Tell us what you think. At Off Podcast on Twitter... We are all yeah. ears. We might have to. We might have to just do Power Rangers and then set aside the next week for Iron Fist, just so we can talk about how bad it is. We could do that. We could. T- I don't think people are going to care that we wait three weeks instead of two to talk about Iron Fist. <laughs> That's true. But for how shitty I hear it is, it's probably going to take people three weeks to watch all of it. Oh, well, we can always. The, the, the podcast calendar isn't concrete. Jimmy. It isn't. It isn't. It is up for abridging. Yeah. So we can make it happen. We are the bosses of our own destiny, JT. <laughs> Live the dream. <laughs> but that's all my news. All Unless right. you got something to throw in more about stabbing uh, Finn Jones in the uh, back or whatever. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, Troy James Gunn doing some interviews for uh, his movie The Belco Experiment. Yeah. Coming out. Really want to check that out, by the yeah. way. You said that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, anyways... He confirmed in an interview that a Guardians 3 will happen. Oh my god. I expected it to, but that is exciting. Yeah. It, set in stone, it will happen. Not sure if it's going to. He, he's going to be directing, though. He did not say what? that. 
What? But he said that there will be a Guardians 3. I feel like if there is a Guardians 3 and he doesn't direct it, that's a misstep. Yeah. Wouldn't you want to, like, round out the trilogy if you're going to make one and just, like, put your final stamp of approval on it? Yeah. But I don't know. I feel well, like it's his vision that carried these movies to why everybody likes it. Yeah. But but you think about Iron Man. Like, uh, Shane Black did the last Iron Man, and that was still good. That's true. A lot of people didn't like it. I still like it. I like it. I, I think I thought it was actually a really good take on Iron Man. Me too. I didn't like the twist in it so I like the twist. We're split on the twist. <laughs> well... Okay, I'm not. We're we're not gonna start the. I think we had this exact same argument when we did review Iron Man yeah, three. I think so. And that was just completely done to death. But I did like the take on it. All right, but I do like what your where your head's at. Shane Black, I think, did a great job doing a Tony Stark movie. So that's what it was—a Tony Stark movie. It was. But you're fucking Iron Man. What are you? What else are you gonna do as Iron Man? You didn't do in two fucking movies. It's true. <laughs> And in Avengers films and all that other yeah, shit. Yeah, I was too. digging that shit where he was like, he was like a fucking like Avengers James Bond, where he was just like, yeah, throwing I really together, like that too. Just throwing together a bunch of shit. It showed like how he is how he yeah. intelligent he is on his feet. Yeah, I like, really love that shit. Yeah, like anyone people... anyone could wear an iron suit, but he showed that you're Iron Man because you can also do this shit outside of the suit. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't like that. I'm glad we're on the same page, JT. I love it. <laughs> so yeah, Guardians Three. <laughs> right. Uh, Troy Rampage movie. Yes. When it will be? I think I've brought it up a time or two that it's in the works. Yes. Starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Correct. They have casted their big bad for oh Rampage. Their God. villain, so to what? say, Malin Ackerman. What? <laughs> Is going to be the villain in Rampage, the movie. Isn't Rampage the movie with, like, big monsters in it? Yeah, I guess she's playing, like, some kind of, like, evil lab genius woman or something. Ugh. I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to see where they go with it. I'm, I'm curious Malin what they do. Malin Ackerman, JT. Yep. Silk Spectre. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, The Rock's in it. So it's already got my vote of confidence. Yeah. But, oh my god. Oh we'll see. my god. We will see. Troy, we got two big remakes in the works. I don't know if you heard about these, Troy. Lay it on me. Uh, first one, they're talking about remaking The Fly. Ah. Uh, I know, that Jeff Goldblum <laughs> one's pretty fucking good. That's yeah. gonna be hard to beat. Yeah, even though that one was also a remake. Yeah. But it's fucking Jeff Goldblum. I know that one was really good. And the like he already kind of looks sweet. like a human fly person without <laughs> being a yeah, fly. Right. right. But that kind of disappoints me. What's the other one? Unless uh, you want to go on this about. one. This one is going to be really weird. The Matrix is talking about getting really? a reboot. The Matrix. Yeah, and like a part of me is like, the first Matrix was really good. Like I don't know if they should just like focus on that but then a part of me is like well they fuck up those sequels to it i yeah. kind of want to see somebody take the matrix universe and try and make something interesting out of it yeah yeah i'm on the same page like i would hate for them to do just another like matrix from go like the another neo and all that other shit again yeah 
But, like, if they just, like, kind of did it... <laughs> the way, like, Superman Returns just ignored Superman 3 and 4, and, like, the new Matrix, like, had, like 1 is good, but then, like, 2 and 3 didn't happen, that would be okay. Yeah. That'd be okay with me. All right. <laughs> And like I guess like uh, one of the rumors I heard was that the the guy that plays Black Panther I guess is supposed they're trying to cast as the new Neo. Oh my! Because it was what you supposed to be like Will Smith I guess was supposed to be Neo in the original. Matrix. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? I could that'd be fine. I liked him. I'd be for it. I'd be uh, for it. We'll see. I'm more for no. making a Matrix like reboot yeah. than like The Fly. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's some pretty interesting stuff you can do with the Matrix that would be really cool. Yeah. Like, did you ever see Animatrix? Yeah, I did. Like, I heard like a like a review for like a like a brief synopsis of it, and it sounded really interesting, actually. Yeah. <clears throat> it, but it's all like a bunch of separate stories. Okay. Like they don't all and they don't all interconnect or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. They give you. They, don't they give you like a <clears throat> an origin for the whole uh, machines? Yeah, and that was over. Yeah, that and was that's really like really cool. Or like they make it seem where like the humans were the dickheads. Yeah, that yeah, actually yeah. spurred the whole event where they're like, oh my god, these humans are fucking us up. Let's just put them in tubs and fucking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that was actually really cool. That was like my favorite one. Uh, it's like humans created robots, and then robots became like self-aware. Yeah, and, and like and all they wanted were just like equal rights, and humans were like, no yeah. fuck you, and then they like start like bombing and killing them. And they're like. Oh shit! Well, fuck this. Just put them in fucking bathtubs and put them in some like fucking yeah. <laughs> Just gonna put them in tubes. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It. Yeah. I. I. That one was really. I liked the actually the Animatrix more than. I don't think I liked it as much as when I watched it, but in retrospective, I liked it more definitely than like Matrix two and three. Yeah, I know. there were cool they, parts in two and three, yeah, but as but a they whole, they get so suck. fucking convoluted too. Yeah, way up their own ass. Yeah, way like just like too if heavy they like, follow. but like make remake those. Like start start from scratch with the Matrix, and then like make it so that it's digestible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Without giving you constipation. No yeah, yeah. shit. Like what? The one thing I didn't like so much about um, the Matrix universe is that like. I thought they these were like a few group survivors, and then like in two and three, there's like a whole city yeah. of like survivors still. I'm like, yeah. So you're not special. <laughs> sure, Neo is like yeah. he's special, but none of you guys. I know you're just fucking they, they, hobos living in a in, yeah. in a fucking cave or whatever. And then they fucking totally like uh, renege on themselves, where it's like we're like. Neo comes back from the dead, and it's like, well, that's only, like, a one-time thing. You actually can die now. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. That was fucked up. Yeah. What are you doing with Chowski? Like, the first, ma yeah, the, just the one Matrix by itself is good. It was solid. It was good. Yeah. It turned the film universe on its head. Yeah. It changed it from their fourth. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, you were drinking your zombie monkey it's good. porter. It's good. It is good. Troy, there's uh, apparently Warner Brothers is in talks with a certain director oh, no. for a, a Man of Steel 2. Oh, my. Did you hear about this, Troy? No, I didn't. Uh, apparently, they are in talks with Matthew Vaughn. Oh. Of kick-ass fame. 
To make Man of Steel for 2, For Man eh? of Steel 2. Okay. To be honest, I, <clears throat> I... Well, you know me, I'm not the biggest Man of Steel fan. Right. But I think with, with Matthew Vaughn maybe adding some more lightheartedness, because even though Kick-Ass was brutally violent and had some pretty depressing, brutal parts in it, yeah. there was still kind of like a lightheartedness to it. He also did First Class, X-Men First Class. That's right. I think that's one of my favorite X-Men movies, too, is First Class. Yeah, so, it's up there. I don't know. I can see Matthew Vaughn making a pretty good <clears throat> Superman movie. I could, too. It needs something lighter. Yeah. And it, and it needs Superman, like, to give Superman something to do. Yeah. And talk. <laughs> and to give him for something the love of smart God. to say. For the love for of God. God loving Christ. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I'm way on board for that. Yeah. I am into that. JT, my favorite bit of news from you so far. Keep it coming. Don't let me down. Okay. <laughs> Troy, looking forward to that Jumanji. Yes, I guess. With the with <laughs> the Rock again. Oh I guess yeah, he back has on board. No fucking life. <laughs> he has no fucking life. <laughs> uh, he said that the first Jumanji trailer will debut at CinemaCon at the end of March, oh which would probably mean that it wouldn't be too long after that where it leaks online and we can actually see what this fucking thing's supposed to look like. Look for them leaks, people. Look for them leaks. Check your Twitter feeds. Watch it before it gets taken down. Look out! <laughs> Not yet, though, obviously. No, no, no. Well, yeah, of course. Of course. I mean, of course. Gotta see how it stacks up to the Robin Williams Jumanji. I don't think it's gonna... I don't know if it's gonna be the same... I don't know. I'm curious to see what they do with it. Like, I don't know Is what they Is it a total gonna... reboot? I don't even know what it's supposed to be. Like, the only set <laughs> photos they've shown of it is, like, just, like, The Rock and uh, and Karen Gillan and uh, Kevin Hart and somebody else, like, in safari gear yeah. in the jungle. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, is this is this supposed to be, like, the board game that comes to life? Or, like, are you just <laughs> being, it like... in the jungle of Jumanji? Yeah, I don't... I, I don't know. Oh, my... Oh my god, JT. <laughs> Are you gonna get your fucking old sport guy? What's his name? Van Pelt? Yeah, is Van Pelt gonna show up? Fucking better. <laughs> fucking better. <laughs> Best part of that movie. Makes you win $100 if you dress up as him in Halloween contests. Yeah. It's talking it about does. previous experience. You son of a bitch. That's right. I'm telling you. Next, <laughs> this, this year, this year, me and Molly got in the bag. Oh really? We got some pretty good. We got some pretty good ideas that we're bouncing back and forth oh, between each other. Oh my god! I've got some good ideas too, JT. Uh oh. Guess what? My little personal accessory will be a mini human being. Beat that! Beat that! Oh, fuck! I'm using so my fucking baby cute. as a tool <laughs> <laughs> to win contests. Babies are adorable too. This is fucking sucks. <clears throat> Son of a ooh, bitch. Ooh, ooh, yeah. That's my news, Troy. Mm -mm. Perfect. Well, I'm going to use this break in the show to make you pass me one of those Ranger Rick beers or whatever they are Voodoo called. Rangers. Voodoo Rangers. Ooh, they're nice and cold. I know. Ooh. It's weird. Like, I've had, them, I've had them, like, in my house and just sitting down here. I have not refrigerated them after taking them out. Oh, my. And they've been, they've been cold the whole time. It's weird. Too cold to hold. I know, it's weird. It's weird. And that's you know it's done. 
And that is. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do got a bit, though. Sure. Oh, my God. I do got a bit. Do we need to backtrack, backpedal a bit? Sure. Or do you want to just do it after? <laughs> People dying. It's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neil's bits. Uh, Troy, hard one. Oh, my God. From, never easy. From Beyond the Mat fame. Uh, Dennis Stamp. Dennis Stamp. The man who could not be booked. The man who cannot be booked. I don't know who this is. The guy that doesn't do tricks and jumps on trampolines. <laughs> oh, yes. Jumps on trampolines with free weights. Yes. He died this week. Oh, no. What yeah. Do you know what from? I, I might be... It might just be old age. I didn't really see what he died from. But ah. Yeah. Dennis Stamp. I guess you'll be missed. He will be missed. Perfect. From what I heard, he's a nice guy. He's just... I don't oh. know. That's good. He jumps on trampolines. With free weights? Free weights? Doesn't get booked? Shit. Shit. I, I, can, I can relate with that. I never get booked. <laughs> but you don't have a trampoline, though. God damn it. <laughs> and I know that. <clears throat> Well, you will be missed. Dennis Stamp, this is to you. To Cheers. You. Cheers. Cheers to Dennis Stamp. How are you, you liking that voodoo? It smells hoppy. It does, but it's it's smooth. Give it a try. It's not too... It's not... Oh, that's smooth, babe. Right? That is smooth. Yeah. That doesn't have like a bitter bite to it hardly at all. I know. I'm into it. Good. Into it. <laughs> I'm into it. Okay, you know it's done. We already did the theme. We did. We did. Uh, few trailers on the docket today, JT. I've got three. I got three. Oh my. But I do want to talk about one before we get into them. Okay. I saw the trailer for Geostorm that you brought up last week. Yeah. Looks like hog shit really it looks right? terrible i know we might have to see this and review it <laughs> it looks so bad it looks like a big budget sci-fi movie yeah. like sci-fi channel it looks movie. like somebody watched the day after tomorrow and jizzed on the screen <laughs> it looks real bad really bad <laughs> <laughs> terrible <laughs> Uh, but other than that, I've got some real shit to talk about. Okay. Uh, Wonder Woman had a new trailer this Wonder last Woman. week. And it was the, quote, origin trailer, unquote. God. They're naming trailers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you catch this one, JT? I did. Uh, so it shows more or less from birth to World War One time where kind of Diana falls, Wonder Woman falls. Yeah. Doesn't show like her actual origin. It just shows her as a little girl. What you want to actually see her being conceived? Yeah, like, you want right. to watch Zeus and Hera or Zeus and whatever whatever it is just fuck to produce Wonder Woman. You know, it really get me. Put butts in seats. <laughs> just show some hardcore fucking in a trailer. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I liked it. I liked it. I uh, I liked the score all throughout. It was nice. It kind of reminded me a little bit of like a Man of Steel type vibe. Yeah. 
it's probably one of my more favorite trailers that came out. Like, I didn't like the last one as much, but I like the first one and this one. The one thing that's getting on my nerves, though, is her fucking theme song. Like, that weird guitar <laughs> riff. I don't like it now. I, it's just... Gr now, every time I hear it, it just, like, makes me cringe. <laughs> it's just... It doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. Especially in this trailer. Like, it shows, like, nice, calm, soothing Themyscira and, like, her going into, like, battle in World War One, And, yeah. like, you hear, like, the score swell and build and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah I'm really into this. <laughs> I'm like, ah! Also, I'm not a big fan of it. It seems like all of all of the humor in this movie is going to be like, oh, women don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, it's like all of the humor. Like, oh, she, she's holding a sword. <laughs> women don't hold swords. What is that <laughs> crazy woman doing? <laughs> uh, so, but we'll see. We will see. I mean, yeah, the the action does look good, and I like how Femascara looks, but I also liked how Suicide Squad looked. Yeah. I liked how BVS looked. Yeah. And, uh... I, DCA does not deserve to have the benefit of the doubt anymore via no, trailer. No, no, they don't. <clears throat> no more. They can cut a good trailer. Sure. We, we can... I'll give you that. Yeah. You can cut a great trailer. Yeah. Man of Steel trailer? Congratulations. You can make really I... good two and a half minute movies. <laughs> two and a half hour long movies? No. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> it's enough. Prove us wrong. Please. So we'll see. Or don't. I don't care. I don't <laughs> I I want less comic book movies, to be honest. Well, that was one of mine, so I'm gonna hand it off to you. Alright. Well, uh South by Southwest happened this week. Oh dear. They had some screenings for some movies, and then the screenings thus brought out the trailers. The first trailer that I saw for uh, a movie that screened at South by Southwest is Edgar Wright's new flick. Yes. Baby Driver. I don't have it on my list, but I've seen the trailer. You did see it. What do you think, Troy? I think it looks very interesting. It does. I uh, actually heard... Um, there was a episode of Malton on Movies podcast that just came out this last week, and they interview Edgar Wright, actually. Yeah. And he talks about Baby Driver a little bit, and it sounds really cool. It sounds like a passion project of his, actually. Like, he wanted to do it for a while. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Like, to be honest, like, when I saw the trailer, it did seem kind of, uh, like, a typical heist film. Uh -huh. But knowing Edgar Wright and, like, how he, how he can take, uh, Certain movies that seem typical and then, like, add, like, that little bit of, like, that twist to it that yeah. kind of makes it interesting. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to judge it just by the trailer. Yeah. And, it, and like, the cast looks really cool. Like, Kevin Spacey mm -hmm. and... Uh, John Hamm. John Hamm, like, playing, like, a, a, like a role I haven't really seen him play. Like, mm -hmm. he just seems like a... Like a shady, like, bank robber type. Like, mm -hmm. I haven't really seen him play, like, a role like that before. Yeah. Yeah, it looks interesting. Even like if Edgar Wright Wright's name wasn't on this, I don't think I would like. No, it as no, no. Much. I would I would totally look past it if Edgar Wright wasn't on there. But like he's got a pretty sweet track track record. Uh huh. Like I I pretty I hold Scott Pilgrim up there pretty high as like one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah, it's re it's really good. Yeah. I, I, anything that 
Edgar Wright's done, I actually really like mm-hmm. a lot. And the and repeat viewings, I like it even more and more and more and exactly. more. Doesn't have a diminishing return, is what I'm no. saying, JT. No, So I'm for it. And the car stuff look, actually looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like this should never happen Fast the Fur- Furious style car stuns. Like, it actually looks like stuff where it's like, fuck, it, people can do that, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. Baby driver. So, yeah. Looking forward. It comes to... out this summer, I think, sometime. Yeah. Pretty soon, JD. Yeah. Pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, my next trailer is Atomic Blonde. Took all of mine, Troy. Really? It took that was the that was my next one. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, Atomic Blonde, starring Charlize Theron. Yeah. And it looks like if John Wick was a chick. Yeah. <laughs> and totally whooping ass. But there was that one trailer, or maybe it was like a little uh, excerpt from it, where she's like fighting two guys in like a stairwell hallway. Yeah. That was like really fucking good. Yeah, it looks brutal as fuck. Yeah. I am way, I'm way interested in this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally for it. Yeah. If the fight scenes are as well choreographed as the one I just saw, I'm way into that. Especially yeah. if Charlize did, like, a bunch of them. That'd be even better. Yeah. And she looks like, from, like, the scenes they show throughout the trailer, like, she looks like she gets her ass handed to her a lot. Yeah. Like, I'm... just in her face. Like, there's so many scenes it looks like where, like, her face is just beaten to shit. Yeah. And that's another thing I like, too. It's, like, just because it's, um, like, a woman beating everybody up, it's, like, it looks believable. Like, yeah. if people are bigger than her, she's not just doing, like, a roundhouse kick and they're done. Like, yeah. they'll keep coming at her and they'll punch her in the face and all that shit. I'm mm-hmm. way into it. Yeah. Sounds like I'm way into, like, beating up women, but I'm not. <laughs> I just like just to see when it's realistic. Yeah. Yeah. If, if a woman is trying to kill you, you're going to beat the shit out of her. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's just, yes. it's common knowledge. Yes. And if somebody's like 150 pounds over your weight, it makes sense that you just have to keep pounding at this fucking yeah. guy and he's just going to keep coming at you. Yeah. Plus, she's a lesbian that also bangs another hot lesbian in it. Asses in seats. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I will put my ass in that seat. <laughs> uh, the last trailer I got, JT, is a movie called Rough Night. Oh, yeah, I did see this one, actually, yeah. It looks as if uh, it's a group of girls, so it's yeah. meet. Uh, it's like bridesmaids yeah. meets Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Not really, but uh, it at first it looks kind of like the hangover of bridesmaids again. Yeah. But then it takes a twist on its head when one of their male strippers dies and they have to figure out what to do from there. Yeah. And that's where I feel like it gets more interesting. Cause otherwise I've been like, well, I'll, I'll probably see it. I like the chick from, uh, broad city. She's yeah, in it. She's in it. Uh, um, Jillian from, uh, Jillian from, workaholics. Uh, yeah. She's in it. She's in it. Scarlett Johansson's in it. Uh, Kate McKinnon's in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a solid solid female cast. I'm all for it. Yeah, me too. And that's that's. I also love how because it. marijuana is slowly becoming legalized everywhere, that like cocaine is like the new taboo drug <laughs> that you do in movies. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, we need to make it seem like it's a wild night. Let's have everyone do cocaine. <laughs> it's the '80s all over again. It, it baby. is. It is. It's like, <laughs> they, drugs aren't cool unless they're illegal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
So yeah, rough night. I'm not sure. It's probably not going to be really any good. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, yeah. Bridesmaids was really surprising. It's probably going to be in that, like, long line of movies in my Netflix queue where it's going to be in there. It's just never going to be watched. Yeah. Like, I legit have, like, 20 or 30 movies, like, in the very bottoms of my Netflix that I'm like, it's never going to get watched. Yeah, yeah. Well, so we'll see. We'll see what yeah. comes of that pretty soon. I know Chelsea really likes a lot of those ladies in there. So we'll see. So we might, I might get taken to the theater and I might also want to see it. Make it a date night. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Make it a date night. <laughs> Well, with all the news and trailers and bits exhausted... Get that shit out of here! Let's get to what you really wanted. Not... Oh, man. 15 minutes off the top of the hour. Ooh, but just, whatever. Just missed it. Just Shoot. Just missed it. Shoot. Shit. Ah, shit. Kong! 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 Skull Island dropped on us this last weekend to a... Pretty nice $61 million box office opening weekend domestically. Uh, with a budget of $185 million worldwide so far as of the 15th, it's made $162.5 million. Still hasn't made its money back yet, but that's okay. That's gonna, it's, it's gonna make a fuck ton overseas. Oh yeah, babe. Especially because they have that Chinese, uh, have that Chinese, uh, distributor in there somewhere too yeah that's right uh also with the controversy of beauty and the beast being pulled out of certain theaters because of certain gay characters Come on, that man. this might be run, ran unopposed coming in the next few weeks as well yeah didn't even think about that until just now that's movie knowledge in my brain <laughs> How do you like that uh currently imdb has this at a 7.1 Rotten Tomatoes has it a 79%. Okay. Our review coming at the end of our words. <laughs> uh, JT, do you want us... What's the plot of this movie? Give us a quick synopsis. Uh, okay. Um. Well, uh, John Goodman and a uh, friend of his, <laughs> I guess. Yes. Uh, they... Uh, <laughs> They find this island that uh, they believe have a bunch of creatures on it, and they approach a senator to go visit it, and uh, he agrees to it, and they also bring along a military escort Yep. Uh, led by Samuel L. Jackson yes. and a tracker who was played by Tom Hiddleston. Yep. And for some reason, a photographer. That's right. <laughs> Brie Larson. Played by Brie Larson. <laughs> and they all go to an island to go check out all the crazy shit that happens. And then there's a giant monkey that throws trees at them. Right. Bada bing. You got a Kong. <laughs> you got a Kong Skull Island. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. I'm dursting. This voodoo ranger has got me all it's dirty. It good. is good. Uh, yeah, Kong Skull Island takes a little bit of a uh, reprieve from the original kind of King Kong story that you see all the time, where it's 
They go to an island. They get Kong. They bring him back to America. Climbs the Empire State Building. Dies. Was it the beauty who <laughs> killed the beast or the beast who killed the beauty or whatever the end of the line of the movie is? <laughs> That's a wonderful synopsis of every King Kong ever. <laughs> Listen, I like Peter Jackson's King Kong. It's a little overlong, but I really like it. It's, I would say, a, a lot overlong, but I, I do enjoy it. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um... I know it has faults, like weird CG brontosauruses, but yeah. you can't tell me that that fucking Kong T-Rex fight isn't awesome. It is badass. Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> telling me it was not awesome. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> so Kong Skull Island does take a break from that, where it doesn't go to America. It takes place all on the colon Skull Island. Uh, in the colon of Skull Island? Yes, it takes place right in the lower large intestine <laughs> of Skull Island. Uh, you do get to meet the titular Kong as well as a slew of other monsters that inhabit this island. Yes. As well as uh, John C. Riley? What's he doing there? Oh, yeah. What, what, what are you doing here? We'll get more into that as... Oh, uh, yeah. As we... I definitely got some things to say about John C. Riley. Same yes. here. Uh, but other than that, it's got an overpacked cast, in my opinion. <laughs> um, Getting into the review already, eh, <laughs> I'm just saying it's got a lot of people in here. Yeah. Like, even without, like, all the stars that we named, like, Sam Jackson, Tom Hiddleston, Brie Larson, yeah. um, John Goodman, uh, who's the guy who played Doctor Doom in the Fantastic Four movie? Yeah, him. He's, like, the next tier actor in it. Dear Billy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's also got like 20 on uh, John C. Riley, and then it's also got like 20, uh, like soldiers in it. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, there's so many things. There's a on. lot of people in this. So there's that. But, um, they, they do a good job of, uh, breaking it up. So not everybody's all together trying to share screen yeah, time. Like they legit split them into <clears throat> two groups. Yeah. So you have like, uh. Uh, uh, an army group, and then you have, like, the adventurer group with, like, Brie Larson, Hiddleston. Yeah. You know, all that kind of shit. And they're trying to meet each other, uh, meeting with Kong in different ways, and, uh, the movie's action-packed, I want to say. The, sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's got, uh, it's got pretty good action in there, so if you yeah. like to see monsters fighting monsters, you're in store, yeah. buddy. Even the, even the inclusion of the other creatures on the island were pretty interesting. Yes. Um, so, I don't want to spoil too much um, right off the bat here, <laughs> but I don't really want to talk anymore without spoiling anything. Okay. I can give like a little synopsis of what I think without spoiling it. All right. I'll do the same. Okay. Uh, my thoughts on the movie is that it is... It is like the definition of just uh, like a fun, like like this is like a definition of a blockbuster movie. Like it's, I don't think there's a lot of thought that goes into it. There is like some thoughtful things in it, and I feel like it's an allegory towards something that I'll get into in the spoiler talks. But uh, yeah, there's not like anything that really stuck out as like mind blowing to me. Like I feel mm. like like. How you said there is a lot of fucking characters in this. Yeah. Where I feel like 
they really only follow the motivations of two characters in particular. Yeah. And, like, everyone else is just kind of following them. Even, mm-hmm. I, I won't <laughs> spoil who it is, but there's, like, a certain actor in here where it's, like, for the longest time I was, like, you know what? He's pretty good. And then it got to a point where I was, like, oh, man, maybe he's not as good as I thought he was. <laughs> but we'll get into that, like, later. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, it pretty much just follows the two, mo- like, the motivations of two different characters in this entire movie. And everyone else is just kind of blindly following these two people. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, as it, as it goes on, like a, like, a lot of the more interesting stuff is Kong. Yeah. Like, he's the driving force of the whole movie. There are yeah. there are other things in there that I did really like. Like, but, uh, yeah, the Kong is the star of Kong. So, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. guess it makes sense. Yeah. I, well, I, I don't have anything else to add to your... Like, spoiler-free. Like, yeah. I agree with you completely. Okay. So, let's dive into it. If you want to go see it, go for it. Yeah. I'd say if, like, if you loved uh, Jurassic World, like, this is kind of, like, on the same par as Jurassic World. Yeah, it's definitely similar to Jurassic World. Yeah. You may, personally, I liked one more than the other. All right. But we'll leave that to the spoiler review. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I like how we're tiptoeing around it because we still haven't told each other what we think of the movie. I know. Yet. <laughs> I'm, just, I have like a... I'm like trying to reach you so hard right now. <laughs> okay, so spoilers from here on out. Okay. So Kong definitely is the best part of this movie. Yeah. He definitely shines. Yeah. And uh, it is a departure from the last Kong that we saw from Peter Jackson's where it was just a big gorilla. Yeah. This one, like, is the like the regular Kong stands the upright. Enormous. Yeah. Um, definitely bigger than, I think, previous incarnations, too. It's hard yeah. to gauge from, like... This is the largest... I, I was looking up information on it. This is the largest American portrayal of Kong. Mm. I think in... Like when the Jap when uh, Japan made Kong versus Godzilla, I guess he was considered to be 149 feet tall. Oh. In that, and I think he's like 108 feet tall in this. Okay. They also do a thing in this too because this film is going hand in hand with Godzilla. Um, yeah. For the one that came out with Brian Cranston in it. Yeah. Because they're going to be crossing over, mm-hmm. and Godzilla was fucking massive. Yeah. In like, that they like. Para dropped almost on top of him. <laughs> He'd have to be massive. Yeah, and so God's or uh, King Kong rather is not up to par yet with the size of that. But they do say that King Kong is still young in this movie, so like he has room to grow. Did you catch that? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I guess they did say that. So I guess when they eventually yeah because do his cross... parents because his parents were just murdered not too long ago. They said yeah, and so. And this place, or this place, this movie takes place in the 70s. Yeah. And so if they're going to film it in current time, which Godzilla was, he's got like 40, 50 years to age and maybe get bigger. I have a hard time thinking he's going to get as big as Godzilla, but maybe (laughs) he'll be like smaller, more agile and whatever. Who knows? Maybe they'll also see downsize Godzilla. I was going to ask well. you, do you feel like the tones matched? Godzilla? Not fucking yeah, at all. That's that's what I thought. <laughs> like God's I liked the tone of Godzilla. Yeah. I did, I thought the tone was all over the place in King Kong. Like they tried I, to I liked the tone of King Kong of, of Kong Skull Island. It just it 
Like I like yeah, like I said, it I just didn't feel like it didn't match at all. No, it 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 that's where I have like a hard time thinking what they're kind of really going for in yeah. this whole like they want to make a blended universe. Yeah. Then like make it a little closer. I mean, they can be different, but it yeah. just seemed like Kong they were trying to take it serious. Then they had like really fucking wacky things going on. Like yeah. just like and there was like some weird there was like some action in there where like it there were some things in there like action wise that I really liked that they did. But yeah, like they there were so many things they treated very nonchalant in this where like if it was in the Godzilla movie they would be like freaking the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh a uh, great action piece though was the Kong versus like right as they get into Skull Island. And Kong fights all the helicopters in the That's beginning. That's badass. That was, I believe, the best action scene in the whole movie. Yeah. It was, yeah, I would say that, It was yeah. great. Yeah. I fucking loved it. Some of the camera work they do in there, too. Like, the point of view... There's, like, one, like, point of view uh, angle where, like, he grabs a camera... Or he grabs a helicopter. And, like, the camera, like, looks like it's, like, in the... the inside the helicopter. And you're, yeah. like, watching him pick it up and, like, hold it over his mouth. And, like... Yeah. That was really fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was great. Like the end, like all the fights with the monsters are really great. Yeah. Some of the 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 monster designs are really great. I liked, except yeah. for the skull, whatever they're called, skull crushers or skull, skull crawlers. Yeah, I did not like those. They were very mundane. Like they didn't like was there wasn't anything about them where I was like. They stick out. Like, yeah. They just look like regular creatures. And it just, their design didn't work for me. Like, they only had two yeah. legs. Yeah. And they, and it wasn't like two, like, hind legs and, like, an upper body. It was just like, their body was a ball with legs on it and it had a head and a tail. It yeah. was just like. They looked it, like bats without wings. Yeah, it just didn't work <laughs> for me. I don't know. I didn't like it. And Yeah. And there's, like, so many creatures on, like. The thing, Skull Island's kind of weird because, yeah, they have those skull crawlers where they're just, like, they look like these crazy, weird reptile things. Yeah. And then, like, everything else on the island is kind of, like, blends in with its environment. Yeah. Like, that's what I kind of liked about it. Like, every creature they kind of came across, like, they didn't really know they were encountering a creature until it was, like, too late. Right on top of it. Yeah. Or it was right on top of them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that bamboo spider was so fucking cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the way they introduce it, where it's, like... Oh my god, this scene is way more violent than it needs to be. <laughs> when that leg goes it, right, it goes through, right it? through the dude's mouth <laughs> into the ground, and he's like, like skewered there. You're yeah, like, Jesus Christ! I thought that was really cool. Um, I like that big, huge stick insect creature, but it was a log. I thought that was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, like they um, introduced like the yak, like that that yak thing is like the sympathy. Like yeah. they show like a skull crawler killing one. You're like. Oh, fuck those guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the nice animal. <laughs> That's the nice guy. That's the nice animal. Yeah. I could have actually used more creatures in this movie, actually. Yeah. Because it just seems like they were so like sparse, and you only see, like, one at a time. Yeah. That, like, you either see Kong, a skull crawler, or, like, the stick insect. But it's all just one at a time. It never yeah. feel like it's the island is full with anything. I know. You know? Yeah. I, I got that, too. Like, uh... Usually when I watch, like, movies like this, I always compare it to Jurassic Park and, like, the wonder and awe that I had when I saw that. Yeah. And maybe it's because I'm just older now, but...
But I never got that feeling watching this. Yeah. Like, they pulled into the island, and then they got attacked by Kong right away. So I never really got that idea of, like, this is a big, full island full of crazy shit. Right. Where, like, like in Jurassic Park, when they're pulling in, and they're, like, they're, like... sweeping through the island and they're dropping down on this yeah. waterfall and it's like you feel like you're on this huge fucking island. Yeah. And even in Jurassic Park when they when they first see the the Brachiosaurus and yeah. they look down in that valley and yeah. there's a bunch of dinosaurs yeah, down like, there. You can see on their face they're like in awe. Like they are like spellbound yeah. at how crazy this looks. I don't think anyone really seemed like Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were just like, oh, fuck, there's a weird bamboo spider yeah. that's, like, bigger than us. Yeah. And, like, um, I also, uh, it, with the creature design, I also went towards, like, Avatar. Because, like, Avatar had a bunch of creature design, too. But I felt like that felt, like, also way more inhabited in this fucking world that yeah. James Cameron created than this did. Granted, that was, like, an entire planet. But even then, like... As, like, the Na'vi were, like, walking through trees, you got, like, those weird, like, wispy jellyfish things that would fly through the air just randomly. Yeah. Or you'd have, like, a fucking those weird dog lizard things or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Like, but, yeah, I could have used more creatures on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it felt like, uh, it felt like they just presented things when they needed it to show up. Yeah. Like, it didn't really feel like, it didn't feel like a full environment. It just felt like... Uh, let's have, like, a set piece where this thing shows up. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the overpack cast, because, yeah. boy, howdy, did they have... Yeah. Like, A-plus a, a cast, though. Like, it's got yeah. Hiddleston. It's got a bunch of Marvel people. It's got yeah. Loki. It's got the new Captain Marvel. It's got Nick Fury. It's got uh, freaking John C. Riley from freaking Guardians. With a bunch of a Jeez, all the Guinness are falling out. Ah, fuck! Kick it in there. God well, damn it! Why do I never even? Every time I use this fridge, I fuck it up. It needs to be on something. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the the pat the it's got a pat cast, and I feel like only I feel like really only one person is really used effectively, and it's the one that. Chelsea liked the least. Really? And it was Sam Jackson. I felt yeah. like his character was the only one that, whether you liked him or hated him... Yeah, Molly hated Sam Jackson in this, too. <laughs> it's weird. I... <laughs> I, You're not supposed to like him in this, but I liked him no. in the movie because he was the only one that had, like, like anything to do. Like... He, yeah, you got what he was for. Like it's set at the end of Vietnam, where the war is yeah. called off. I actually really liked his story arc in this. I did too, and I I don't think I maybe liked it as much as when I saw it. But then when you kind of stewed about it a little bit, I was like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like he just likes being in war. That's his fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And when it was taken away from him, he was bummed out. So when he gets a call that's like, we got another mission, he's like, let's do it. And when Call fucks, when Kong fucks up his team, he's like, "I'm gonna fucking kill that monkey." Yeah, like that was his mission to do that. Yeah, I I took it as like he's a guy, he's a general who got his ass kicked in the war, and then he got called his other mission to where he got his ass kicked again, and he's like, "I'm not gonna let them get away with it." Like I let the Viet Cong get away with it. Yeah, because they they have that scene where like the first time they show him, he's looking at his medals and he's like, "What's this? Like what is?" 
what good is this? Yeah. Like, yeah, I won these medals, but I still fucking lost the war. Right. Yeah. yeah I didn't, I didn't. They abandoned the war, JT. Yeah. That was okay, they abandoned the war. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so he took that as, like, I, I'm, I'm this decorated general where it's like, I'm like the MVP of a football team that just lost the game. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm nothing. Yeah. So then, going into this, where he, they go into an island where Kong just fucks up his army, he's like, that's, a, that's another Viet Cong. Like, I, this time, I can't let this go. Viet I need... Kong? <sighs> we just fucking... We just, <laughs> we we just, just opened up a huge opened up a can fucking... Of yeah, yeah. But no, like I the the thing I like the most about this movie, it definitely feels like an allegory to like war being uh, a bunch of people being led into a dangerous situation by the motives of a few. Yeah. Because like even the opening scene where you get introduced to like the young John C. Riley and mm-hmm. the uh Japanese Japanese guy yeah. where they are so determined to kill each other. Right. But then you get further into the movie and you re- and you find out that they they became like the best of friends, like almost like brothers even. Yeah. And then uh, seeing that again through Sam Jackson, where he's leading these group of men into this horrible, terrible situation just because he wants to. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no reason to kill Kong. No. They, they just need to leave the island. Yeah. But he's all about just killing Kong. That's all he wants to do, yeah. and he's putting all of his men in danger just to do it. Yeah. And, like, I feel like it's a total allegory towards, like, war being this horrible, horrible thing just driven by the motives of just a guy that wants to do it. Yeah. There was actually a good line in the movie that I can't remember off the top of my head. But it was, like, something along the lines of there wouldn't be any war unless you make your own enemies or something along the lines of that. And, like, I thought that was, like, a good allegory for this movie as well. Like, they wouldn't even made an enemy out of Kong if they if Sam Jackson wouldn't have tried to, like, make an enemy out of Kong. Well, it was know? all done through the scientists because they were the ones that were... They wanted to awaken these creatures, so they were the ones that dropped the bombs to oh, yeah. wake to bring them out. And then Kong was just like, you're fucking my shit right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> oh, was John Goodman in this movie? I forgot. <laughs> Oh, yeah. He fucking he, is in it for, like, three minutes. There's, like, the only thing that I liked... There was, like, one scene that I liked John Goodman in, and it's his, like, speech with... Or, like, his uh, confrontation with Sam Jackson. When he's sitting on luggage? Yeah. And then, like, having that talk. Like, that was cool. But John Goodman did not need to be in this. No, not at all. John, I thought he was going to play a bigger part in this, and I was kind of disappointed. Yeah. Like, I forgot a few points where he's not... Like, that he was even in the movie. Yeah. There was... There's... Only two people in this that have motives that are driven that everyone else, like, surrounds themselves around that person and then, like, follow what they do. And that's Sam Jackson yeah. and John C. Riley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And John C. Riley is fantastic in this, by the way. Yes. He is by far the best This is, part like, one of, of my favorite movie. roles of his, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I've, I've seen him in, like, more serious roles and stuff, and, like, those are cool, but he plays... Like, this character is so complex. It is so much fun. Like, anytime you learn more about him, you're like, now I want to know more. Like, because like, you see that, that scene in the beginning where, like, you're pretty much just, okay, so that's the young him, I guess. Yeah. Because it, it is, like, they do show that it's, like, in, during World War Two. Yeah. And then, 
Like, yeah, then they show that scene where he fucking is, like, standing over, uh, like, that Japanese guy's grave, and, like, he's got the sword that, like, you watched him, like, try to kill him with in the yeah. beginning. <laughs> yeah. And then he's, like, calling him brother, and you're like, God, like, I, I almost kind of want to watch that movie. Like, I want to see their story. Yeah. Like, the way, the way he, like, alludes to small things of, like, his life on this island. Like, it made me want to watch that movie as opposed to this one. Yeah, I, no, I completely agree. I thought he was one of the best characters in this movie, and from the trailer, I thought he was going to be my least favorite. Because yeah, I, I know. thought he was going to throw off the entire movie, and to, in my opinion, he saves the movie. Yeah. Because, like, I don't, like, I heard some other review, too, that, like, it, somebody said, like, he seems like he improv his dialogue, whereas everybody else is going off a script. Yeah. And if he did, good. Because yeah. <laughs> he, like, definitely had, like, moments of levity, which the movie really needed. Yeah. And a moments of heart that the movie really needed as exactly. well. Exactly. Exactly. Like, he, he actually has a story to yeah. tell. Yeah. Like, no, and no, there's no reason anybody else should be on this island. Like, John C. Riley's stuck there. He has, like, a reason to go back. Yeah. Like, yeah, everyone yeah. else is just there because they're dumb, and they're like, well, well I'm just gonna go because I'm a badass. And, uh, but, yeah, everyone, but he is the one where, like, you want to see him get off the island because he actually, everything that he talks about is, like, in, like, a loving way. Where, like, when he brings up, like, like, uh, how he talks about, like, how Brie Larson looks like, uh, like, a warm hot dog and a cold beer yeah. at a Cubs game. And, like, he, but then, and then it's like, oh, that sounds like a, that's a really dumb line. Yeah. But then, like, he starts lovingly talking about them and you're like... Wow, that's a, that's a really nice compliment he gave her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tom Hiddleston looking buff in it. Like, okay, here's my thing. It's gonna be. It's probably gonna be a very. That's un- all I have to say about him. It's gonna though. be a very unpopular stance. I don't think Tom Hiddleston's a good actor. He's nah. good. He's. I think. I think if he's gonna be a good actor, he needs like a lot of direction or just be a character actor. Because Loki. I like watching Loki. Loki is a yeah. good character. Yeah. But then, like, uh, like watching The Night Manager, there was... It's a good show. I want to finish it, but I never get around to fin- getting around to finishing it. And then watching this, like, a, like an epiphany came to me where I was like, the reason I didn't finish The Night Manager is because Tom Hiddleston is so fucking boring. Uh-oh. <laughs> By him, when, like, when you, when you get Tom Hiddleston and you're like, be the cool guy. Yeah. It's like he has no motivation, and he's just kind of doing whatever. And mm. that, that exactly feels what he that, that feels like what he's doing in this. Was Hiddleston in that one Guillermo horror movie, Guillermo del Toro movie? Yeah. Did what you see it that called? Crimson Peak? I think yeah. I never saw it. I didn't either. I was but, just wondering if. Now I know, like, but in the in the Night Manager, like, I wanted to like it so much, but I never got around to finishing it because anything that was Tom Hiddleston heavy. It's just, I don't know, he's just cardboard. Like, he's just, he's trying too hard to be cool that he forgets to act. Yeah, I <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to blame that on the script in this because it wasn't just him that was the same way. Like, I felt a lot of people were just, like, but I don't forgettable. Know. Like, even though Brie Larson has nothing to do with and nothing to do in this, I kind of liked her more than I liked Tom Hiddleston. 
Like, she had, like, this, yeah. like, bubbliness about her. She had her. a stance that I like, like, a political stance that I was like, okay, I can see that. It's interesting yeah. going in to this movie against, like, a Sam L. Jackson-type character. Yeah. But That's she, interesting. She had but this then bubbliness she didn't do about, anything. But she had this bubbliness about her where it's like, I like her as a person. Like, Tom Hiddleston, when he was by himself and, like, trying to be suave and debonair, he just came off as, like, cardboard and, like, somebody told me to say this, so I'm going to say it. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, the scenes they gave him... Where he was supposed to be, like, look cool, just look dumb. Like, oh that my scene... god, that scene with the gas mask and the sword? Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure that's, like, a thing where it's like, Hey, Tom, we want you to do this scene where you cut all these bats in half with a fucking sword. <laughs> and he's like, no, nah, I'm not doing it. So they put a gas mask on a stunt person. <laughs> well, and I it's can see such that. a dumb fucking... Because he puts on this gas mask, cuts them in half, and then takes it off again while the gas is still in the fucking air! That, it makes no fucking sense! I fucking hated that part, because I'm like, this is so fucking goofy And then there's that point. other scene at the fucking bar in Vietnam where he fucking uh, beats the shit out of those dudes with a fucking pool cue. Yeah. And it's like shit where it's like, this is not believable at all. No. Like, he fucking baseball bats a pool ball into someone else's face after they throw it at him. Yeah. It's... What movie are you trying to make here? <laughs> like, that's goofy as fuck. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't mind if like they just needed like an expert, like a an expert ranger in the fucking movie or whatever. But to over badass him like the way they tried, yeah, it's like it didn't work. For no, me. and then the minute he gets to the island, and he just kind of like fades off into the background because John C. Riley's chewing all the fucking scenery up, and he's just doing whatever he tells him to do. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's like it's just like they wanted like two they wanted two good looking people in the movie that you want to fuck each other. Right. That's that's pretty much the only reason him and Brie Larson are in this movie to begin with. And even then, they don't even like make that really apparent. Like no, like, I they're like holding each other at the end. That's like it. Yeah, I didn't even really want that to happen anyway because I'm I don't need that to happen in every movie. All no. the hot dude and the hot chick have to get together. Yeah. Like. I don't, I don't need that to happen. Like, they allude to it in certain scenes, but even those scenes are, like, painful to watch because it's just, like, it's all this forced dialogue where it's, yeah. like, you can just definitely tell that, like, a producer was, like, we need them to hit on each other. Like, they're gonna fuck. <laughs> it's, it, it was, like, pain. Like, there's that scene in, like, the hole in the ship when they're heading there. Yeah. Where it's just, like, them, like, trading lines back and forth. And I'm just, like... End this! <laughs> like, it's dumb! Like, I don't give a fuck if they fuck each other. Right. Um, I'm trying to look up what what his name is here. Uh, Tony Kebble is, like, one of the main soldiers. Yeah. He's the one with the sun. Yeah. And I'm like, that storyline did not need to be in this no. at all. It was a very forced, like, they, it was like them trying to be like, trying to like, tug at your heartstrings. But even he's a terrible actor in this too. Where yeah, I didn't just like, like, I didn't like him. You're just like, he's trying to have all these like, like heartfelt moments where he's like writing a note to his son. Yeah. Because everyone, like, that's an ongoing thing throughout the whole movie where it's like, oh, dear Billy, dear yeah. Billy. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, I don't give a fuck, man. So you're going to die. Yeah, just <laughs> die already. Just fucking die. <laughs> okay, now let me get... This is my biggest complaint with the fucking movie. Okay. The fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This movie is... Other than Kong, which I liked. Like the yeah. actual monkey Kong. I thought this movie was all style and no substance. Okay. 
Every, if you look at all the shots lined up, they're all fucking hero shots. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all trailer images. Is like, mm-hmm. uh, 75% of the movie is just a trailer image. And, like, you know, like, the shot where the helicopter, like, uh, the helicopters fly in, and there's, like, the sun in the background, and Kong is a silhouette in it? Yeah. All the fucking shots are like that. Yeah. And I, it was actually driving me nuts, because I'm like, this is exactly what Suicide Squad was. <laughs> and the fact that they had to beat you over the head with fucking 70s music, that you're like, remember, this is the 70s. Hey, this is the 70s, guys. Another thing that Suicide Squad did. Just yeah. jam-pack the fucking movie full of pop music. Mm-hmm. If this, if the movie didn't do that, I wouldn't even have thought this movie was in the 70s. Because yeah. there's no 70s real dress in it. Yeah. Like, there's nobody using 70s lingo. It just looks like everybody's from today, except they have a CCR soundtrack behind them. Yeah. Do you disagree? I mean, they're they they are in a background where or they're in like a an environment where they're not surrounded by like culture or like yeah, the culture sure. of the time, but like like I don't know, like the music didn't bother me too much, but I can definitely see the whole like every shot is like set up as like a like a like a shot like a fucking yeah. trailer shot or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I can see that, but I don't know that didn't bug me as much. Like it didn't like it. I like the music, which is a like a thing. Yeah. It's a hard thing to argue about. But yeah. I, they had to have like twenty fucking songs packed in like a ten like they minute even had period. Like, that, they, like they even had that that uh, fucking radio setup when they're building that boat out of those two mm-hmm. jets. Like, where are you getting that music from? Yeah. <laughs> it it drove me crazy because like ever since Suicide Squad did that with like a ton of fucking pop music in there mm-hmm. to use it as a crutch. I've been super aware of it in any other movie. Yeah. And, like, when, like, this movie didn't have a score in it for, like, 20 minutes and just used pop music from the 70s, yeah. it was, like, sending off red alerts in my yeah. brain that I'm yeah. like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. So <laughs> yeah. I, like, came out of this movie thinking it was really fucking hollow other than, like, a few high points, which was, like, Kong and, like, Sam Jackson. I didn't care much for the movie at all. And John C. Riley, and John C. Riley. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's definitely those. I like those three elements, and there was like some banter between the soldiers that made me kind of like them a little bit too. Like the uh, the older oh, fuck. I can't. I know he was on Boardwalk Empire, but like the older white guy with the two grenades. At yeah, the, the two grenades at the end. Uh, I liked him in it. Shea Wingham is his name. Yeah, and uh, like. It's like him and like the uh, other black uh, uh, guy that was kind of like he was friends with. Like they would they would uh, throw lines back and forth with each other. Where I kind of like those scenes. Yeah, they were they were okay. I like yeah, them. Yeah, like there was some there was like some soldiers that I like I liked kind of like their uh, interaction with each other and like even like them like kind of going back and forth about like like this is kind of some fucked up shit that Sam Jackson's getting us into. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it, it made me it made me like. They had enough lines in there where it made me like them, and then when they would actually bite the dust, or, like, in that one dude's uh, instance where he just, like, killed himself for no reason, it looked like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, like, it, it still bummed me out that they that they died. So, like, the fact that they, even though it was very small, it's still trying to 
establish some kind of emotion for these soldiers. Like, I appreciated that. But, yeah, other than that, there was a lot of... There's a lot of stuff in here where, like, it's just, like... Like, you know this person, so you're gonna like them. Mm-hmm. Like, especially for uh, Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston. Like, I feel like... I feel like they just, like, they walked through this island like they just thought they were dreaming. Like, there's <laughs> never an instance in there where I was like, they seem like they're, like, they feel like they're in danger. Right. Like, it's just, like, them walking through, like, she's supposed to be a fucking photographer, too, and she's, like, yeah. doing, like, selfies and shit, and, like, taking group photos, and they're, like, walking through, like, this crazy fucking island yeah. full of creatures, and, like, it's like, do you even know where you are? Like, are you high on drugs? <laughs> like, I feel like they just, like, picked up Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston, like, high on meth. and just like Probably opium at this yeah, point. Yeah, just dropped them on an island and they're like, where are we? Look at the pretty trees. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Kong, Skull Island. It's got high points, but other than that, it wasn't my, wasn't my thing. No, it was, like... It's one of those movies where I would put it on the background and just, like, enjoy, like, small bits and pieces here and there. Because there's performances that I like, and there's characters that I like, and I, I love Kong and all the shit that he does. Yeah. But there's there's definitely some stuff in there where I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, like, one the one I would have it on the background. Yeah. But I wouldn't forcibly put it on. Like, if I just was on TV. Yeah. I'd, like, mute it and, like, do something else and, like, look up when Kong was fighting. Yeah. And then, like, oh, that's the end. <laughs> like, there was, like, some, some like, weirdly brutal scenes in this where I was like, oh, shit. All right. Mm-hmm. That happened. Mm-hmm. Looking Kong, like, turns that one skull crawler inside out. By, oh, like, yeah. Rips his, his guts fucking, out. Yeah, rips his, his guts out through his mouth. And then, <laughs> yeah, then, then the, the spider that goes through the person's, through the person through his mouth. A lot of stuff going through the mouth in this. A lot of mouth, <laughs> a lot of mouth violence A lot of mouthy this. style stuff. A lot stuff. of mouth violence. <laughs> uh, so what would you, uh, what would you grade the movie, JT? Ah, oh, man. Um... Like just coming off of like our Wolverine saga, like uh, I would definitely put it like on par with like kind of close to like what the Wolverine was. Like it it was it's definitely uh like I don't know like it's very <laughs> middle of the road for me. Yeah. So I would definitely put it at like a B minus, if not like right above a B minus. Oh, I'm gonna go actually lower than that. I enjoyed oh, it a lot. I'm going C minus for this. Oh my god, there was very few things that it's I like enjoyed. a grade above Wolverine Origins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I just it did just the movie didn't work for me. Didn't work. Hey, I don't know. Like it's it's definitely a run of the mill blockbuster flick, but there was enough stuff in there where I was able to pull from it. Like, where I I had a good time with a few things. Like, I, 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 I had a, I, yeah, I had a few good time, yeah. like, with, uh, with Kong and some of the Sam Jackson and yeah. John C. Reilly stuff, like, but like, uh, it didn't save the movie for me. Like, uh, just, I was trying to, like, think about, like, just, like, basing it off of stuff that I've seen lately. Like, the Wolverine, there's that huge lull where it's just him and the, the one chick for the longest part of time where it's very noticeable. Whereas in this... There's, there's like, 
moments like scattered throughout where it's like oh fuck and then oh cool action oh fuck okay yeah where it was it was it was still noticeable but it picked me right back up with some action so that made me appreciate it maybe a little bit more than like the wolverine mm. i know i definitely like the wolverine more than this all right <laughs> but no like, yeah like there's i don't know there's enough stuff in there where i was able to connect with it that i i dug it all right right on I can't disagree with you. Yeah. Did you stay for the after credit scene? I didn't know there was one, so okay. I left. And I did, it's it's I, nothing too big. It's just that uh, it's actually kind of weird because it's just uh, there's a scene where uh, Tom Hiddleston and Brie Larson are in the uh, in this like interrogation room. They're like, "Why are we here? We promise we won't say anything." Blah blah blah. And then uh, uh, the uh, the black mo- the black guy from Monarch, like the oh yeah. John Goodman's friend yeah. comes in and he's like, well, we just wanted to let you know that uh, we need your help on this team because there's there's uh, there's more th- there's more monsters than just Kong. And then they show all these like slides of like Mothra and fucking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I looked up what it was. Yeah. After. Yeah. And it's like Rodan and Rodan and Godzilla and. Yep. Just. Yeah. Trying to make like, the build- connection. Yeah. Yep cave paintings or whatever yeah yeah i I didn't need to see it (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's nothing it's nothing big yeah but i don't know i'd be interested in like a a monster battle type as long as it's made right yeah like a like a like a, a godzilla king kong like all their like foes and stuff like i would be interested in seeing more movies of that yeah like, I know I, you're, not, you're not a big fan of, like, the universes in general. Right, yeah. But I feel like putting together, like, a monster, like, a, a giant monster movie universe, like, it's different enough where they can do something fresh with it. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, this is one, too, where, like, if Godzilla can exist and King Kong, why wouldn't they meet each other? Mm-hmm. Like, you have two big, huge monster movies. I Like, I'm surprised that, like, uh... Pacific Rim isn't crossing over with them either. <laughs> no like, shit. just mash them all together. They're all the same. <laughs> just p- fucking put it all the- together. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. But, like, I, when it comes to uh, actually doing the mashup movie, like, I, I hope they kind of play it like they do in their old Japanese King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. They actually just fight each other. Like, yeah. it's no other monsters. Yeah. Fucking, they're just out to tear each other's throats out, and they destroy, like, a city or whatever. Yeah. And one was the clear victor, but none of them die. Mm-hmm. Like, one beat the other, the other one is kind of just submits and, like, walks away. And I was like, that was this yeah. is a shitty movie, but <laughs> I like the way that it was done. Like, there was no other subplots to it. It was yeah. just that. Yeah. And it is a shitty movie. Uh, yeah. Have you I seen bet. it? No. I've, it's like, what, like 60-something? It's very old. Yeah, but God. we had it on VHS at my mom and dad's house, and we watched <laughs> the shit out of it when we got it. Yeah. It's oh, it's bad. Shit. It's bad. Well, no, I'd be interested in, into seeing, like, a, yeah, like, this, like, cheesy B-movie monster movie, like, made for, like, a blockbuster type budget but like make if it's gonna be that make it like cohesive like if you're gonna go serious with godzilla yeah like 
I don't know what you're doing. And when you're made like yeah. Kong Skull Island, kind of like lighter and campier, like more of a B movie. Yeah. And I don't, e- I don't even really, it's hard to say this was a B movie type thing. Cause it's had such a high budget and there's like CGI and all that other shit. in it. It definitely, it presents itself like a B movie though. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, kind <laughs> of, I don't a hundred percent agree with that, but yeah. I, I just, just the way that it it's presented, it's like yeah, it, like the fucking like the cast is not B movie by any means. No, but they present them in a way where it's like, so you want me to act badly? I don't know what you want from but me. I don't even know if they. It's like bad acting. It's just like boring acting. Mm-hmm. It's it's not even. If I wanted it to be more <sighs> campy, if they're gonna go that route, and like sometimes I couldn't figure out what kind of road they're trying to tell with that if they're trying to play it serious or trying to be goofy like i can't tell yeah like it's just like this movie is definitely like the 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 definitive version of like a movie where i'm like i god i really hate this and then they throw they throw something in there where it's like i kind of like that yeah like um the natives that they have in this I thought they were really cool. They were interesting. You don't get to hardly know anything about them. No, no, but uh, like they, they look cool and then they uh when they they uh brought you into like the hull of that broke down ship yeah. and they had all that artwork where like when you look at it just right, they have uh they they have like an image. Yeah. Like I thought all that stuff was actually kind of cool. Like that was like some like some really interesting stuff. They didn't really do anything with it. No. But it was it was cool to look at. Yeah. Like there's some cool, in, there's some cool uh, ideas in this. It's just that none of them really follow through. Yeah, I agree. Agree. Uh, well, that's Kong Skull Island. Yes. We'll see what this franchise brings in the future. Yes. We'll see if it makes its money back or not. We'll see. Well, I'm sure it's going, like, especially like in China. China fucking loves these big fucking. Yeah. Also, uh, do you remember like that uh, other scientist, the Chinese woman? Yeah. That was there. Like, like you forgot that she was even in the movie, kind of thing. I didn't give a shit. There, but, I've heard reviews where people are like, "Why the fuck was she there?" And it's I don't. Why? Who cares? No, she just I, works there. I heard somebody else say that like. I wonder if there's a different cut of the movie where she has a bigger part where she plays in China. Yeah, I'm sure there is. Yeah, so I was like, maybe, the, okay, I can kind of see but that. But I've heard, like, reviews where they like, freaked out about, like, why the fuck was she there? Oh, like, I didn't freak out. Who I cares? I could have said that with anybody else in this movie. No shit. <laughs> like, oh my god, like, why the, oh, she's just there because she's Chinese. They want to appeal to the Chinese. Sure. Why not? If they're yeah, it's if not the only movie fucking does yeah, it. If they're lending money, if they're lending money toward these big budget movies to like put them out there, why not? Who throw some? Who gives a shit? Yeah, I, like people cross pollinate. Yeah, people are fucking freaking out. Like, what is Jap- What is Chinese chicken here? Like, what do you have against Chinese? <laughs> what the fuck, man? It's weird. Uh, well, then, other than Skull Island, is there anything else you've been into this last week? Uh, I actually saw quite a few things, Troy. I saw, uh, finally got around to seeing Moonlight. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Was and, it um, all it was cracked up to be? I'm not going to say it's better than La La Land. Okay. But I, I can definitely see how I could win Best Picture. Like, there's, it's a really thought-provoking film, and uh, I, I like the story all in all together. And it's interesting, interesting to watch... This character growing up throughout the years and seeing how he progresses in like this 
in like this environment and with the fact that he is gay uh-huh. and like seeing how that matures over the years. Like I, I really, I did enjoy it. I wouldn't put it in my top 10, but it was a really, it's, I would definitely suggest checking it out for sure. All right. Right on. I'll get to it eventually. Yeah. And, uh, I also, uh, got all the way through the Netflix series love. Oh yeah. With, uh, um, uh, Gillian Jacobs and Paul Rust. Did you, seasons one and two? Are they both out? Yeah, they're both out. Okay. Like season two just came out last Friday. Right. And I watched all the first season before that. And, um, yeah, I'm the second season for sure is definitely really good. Yeah. Like they definitely touch on a lot of there's like, if you watch the series all the way through, like you'll definitely stumble on at least one point that they, they, uh, bring up that you've definitely experienced that in your, in like any relationship you've ever been in, in okay. Like, uh, they're definitely like fucked up and not made for each other at all, <laughs> but they still try and make it work where you're like, God damn it. Just, just break up already. <laughs> like you're not going to make this work, mm-hmm. but it, it's, it's definitely a really interesting character study, especially with these two people that are completely different. And then when they come together, like they try and form this amalgamation of themselves to both be themselves, but also appease the person that they're with. Yeah. And then like seeing how like that works, like it's really fun. I I think. Okay. Molly hates it. So I always like, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of Paul Rust. Yeah. It's, because to be honest, like I've only ever like listened to anything he's done on Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah, and he drives me insane. Yeah, like, I, I just know. I can't stand him. Is he like that in the show? Uh, oh, not my really. God, no, 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 no. He's not. He's not. He's not. He plays like a character. Like I feel like the the show builds up where like you're not really supposed to be on either of their sides. Like, it starts out with, like, you're kind of not really a fan of both of them at the beginning. But then, when they get in this relationship, like, they try and, they, like, slowly discover things about themselves that they didn't know that they had, that they want to change. And, like, they slowly morph into something else as the show goes on. Sometimes for the best, sometimes for the worst. Okay. And it's really fun to watch, like, them, uh kind of like changing to both like appease them but then also being like pull, pulling away where it's like I'm feel like I'm turning into something I'm not now I want to be away from you. Okay. Like it's a really cool study on like relationships in general and like seeing how they how they work almost. All right. I thought I think it's really cool. I've been wanting to check it out but I've just been like apprehensive cuz yeah. I'm not a Paul Rust fan. So. Yeah, like I, you need to stick you, you definitely need to stick with it. Like they do have like their slower moments and it's definitely built like a it's built like a very long indie film. Like like okay. the music and stuff is it definitely strikes me as like cheesy indie film. Okay. But as it progresses and like seeing their relationship develop because it's like they're on. They. I just finished season two, and that's only over like the over like the uh, the span of like three months. Okay. So like three months into their relationship, at the end of season two. Okay. So like you you see it develop as it goes on, and like all the things that they work out to try and make this work. I think it's really fun to watch. All right. Right on. Right on. Anything else? Uh, I watched a movie before I came here called Disierto. 
Oh, sounds uh, exotic. <laughs> kind of, but uh, <laughs> no, it, it's actually really fun. Uh, uh, it's basically a movie where you're following this group of uh, of uh, Mexican people crossing the border illegally, uh-huh. and then Jeffrey Dean Morgan plays <laughs> plays a, uh, a a like this like right wing assassin who just fucking murders people like crossing the border with his dog that just like tracks them down like animals jesus like it's like a horror movie like it's like a thriller slash horror movie and it's really fun like it's a really good (laughs) film okay like the way they build it up where like you even they even like give you like small moments here and there where it actually like gets like helps you get to know the characters and there's even like a scene in there where like Jeffrey Dean Morgan is a total asshole in it. Yeah. Like, just all, like, super racist and everything. But then there's a moment where, like, he shows his emotion where you're like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah, he's an asshole and he has these racist views, but he's still human. Sure. And it's, I don't know. Like, it was, I, I, I kind of enjoyed it. It's a, it's a smaller film. It's, like, only, like, it's, like, less than an hour and a half long, too. Uh-huh. But, I don't know. Like, there's some moments in there where, I don't know, it was really good. And, uh, last thing, uh, me and Molly were looking for another TV show to watch. Mm-hmm. And like, since Bill Paxton died, I was like, had this huge Bill Paxton itch. Yeah. So we started, uh, Big Love, like a okay. show from HBO. Yeah. Actually really good. Heard it was pretty decent. Yeah. Like, uh, like I never got into it because I thought the whole polygamy thing was going to weird me out about it. Mm-hmm. But they... They present it to you in a way where, like, Bill Paxton is so good at being likable. Yeah. Where, like, he could have three wives and he could still be like, it's a really cool guy. (laughs) (laughs) Good deal. Yeah. And we're only, like, three or, like, four or five episodes in right now. And it's, I don't know. We're having, it's really fun. Sweet deal. Sweet deal. Yeah. I like it. like that. I don't don't think I'm ever going to watch that. But on uh, the one, uh. WTF that I listened to with him on it. He was talking about Big Love for a little bit and uh, how he actually, uh, like, w- he went to, like, talk to, like, polygamists and all that kind of stuff and, yeah. like, got into their head and learned a little bit more about, like, the way they live and shit like that. And yeah. I, and I was like, man, he really, really went for it. Yeah. And I've <laughs> always been, like, fascinated by, like, the Mormon religion because it seems so out there to me. Yeah. And uh, they present it in a way where it's very, like, to try and get you to like uh, Bill Paxton in this, they definitely do, like, a thing where they make him part of, like, this right-wing cult version of uh, of Mormonism, and then he pulls away from them. Okay. So where, like, he's still a polygamist, but he's not all about, like, marrying 15-year-olds and stuff. Oh, sure. Okay, that's good. So it's like, oh, oh, oh. so now I definitely like him because he's not, like, trying to, like, rape like statutory rape people. Yeah, yeah. But uh they throw in like little bits here and there that uh like kind of like clue you in on like what Mormonism is about and I think that stuff's pretty fascinating too. Oh, right on. Um uh, all right. Well, I started OJ Made in America last or really? a couple nights ago. Really? I only made it through about an hour and a half of it. Okay. Um but it it goes in like a lot deeper than I thought in yeah. just a history. Yeah. And I uh, saw a lot of young OJ years, mm-hmm. like where he was like, what you were saying before, like how 
when they interviewed him, he wanted the whole team there. Mm -hmm. And like, he never just took credit for anything himself. He was like, no, I did this with my team. Like this is how it was. And I got to where he was like drafted into the bills, the Buffalo bills or whatever. And like, he was under that one coach and he didn't like really prosper there until he got a new coach and they changed the game up and he then Mm -hmm. became a superstar again. Mm -hmm. It was really interesting. I actually had no idea that he was such a huge deal when he was still in college. Oh yeah. Well, he like, cause he was, fucking killing it and like just like tearing through the competition yeah like getting like sponsorships like before he was out of school and yeah. shit like that i was like holy shit yeah and like you got to the stuff where like they go into like the civil rights stuff and yeah. then like there's all these people standing up for civil rights and they go to oj and he's just like no nope, i'm oj i'm just doing my thing yeah what i mean it was i was kind of thought like i was on two sides of that because i'm like I think you should like being a person of influence. Yeah. Stand up for like the black people of America. Yeah. But at the same time, he's like, he went the other way with it. It's like, listen, like I'm, I'm not out for me. I'm just out to make me not be like, like, so segregation doesn't exist. Yeah. And I'm accomplishing it by myself. Like I can hang out with white people with no no issue. Yeah. And because I'm OJ. And yeah, and I was the exact same way. And then you get to the trial. <laughs> oh, all right. Where he's all about civil rights because they make it a huge black and white issue. Oh, shit. And then you're like, wow, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, I can't wait to get to there. Yeah. So I've been like chipping away at it every yeah. couple nights. Dude, it is. it is such a fucking roller coaster on how you feel about him throughout the whole series. Right on. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm it's excited. so good. Um, I also watched Grumpy and Grumpier Old Men back to back. Really? Like this last weekend. <laughs> like, I fucking love this, these movies when I was a kid. They were just a fucking awesome duo altogether. They really are. And like, I, they are like, my mom liked them. My grandparents liked them. I liked them. So they were on all the time because it yeah. was something we all could agree to watch. Yeah. Watching it this time, and I can't tell if it was because I was drunk, I got really emotional during these movies. <laughs> and I was like, there is nothing sadder than a widower who just goes home every night and just, like, has a TV dinner. And I oh, was yeah. just, like, just got in my f- own fucking head. And I'm like, this movie's so sad. Don't you see it? <laughs> and then, like, I... What are you looking at? He's sad! <laughs> and I... Because this was, like, the night... If you were following my Twitter feed, I also tried, like, a bunch of beers or whatever. But, like, by the so end... you got of... sad, drunk watching yeah. Grumpy Old Yeah, <laughs> because this is what I was thinking of. I'm like, what if it was you and me in this situation, and we just went home alone every night, and then you went and found some new fucking piece, and I just go home... <laughs> And I'm just so sad, and I have a heart attack in this person's lawn. Like, what is this life that has happened to me? It hasn't even happened yet! You've made it up already! But I was, like, getting all sad about it, and I was, like, went to bed, and I was, like, a mess. Oh, my God. And Burgess Meredith dies on the second one. God damn, I know. That was... Oh, my God. Anyway, they're still great. Yeah. It... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Anyway, you should check those out. They're on HBO Go. What's also on oh, HBO shit. Go, I've been also catching up on Crashing, the Pete Holmes yeah. thing. 
I'm, I'm really, really into, into it. That. I was really into like their last episode they did because I never really knew that that was a big thing. The uh, what's it called? Where you, you hand out flyers and stuff. Mm. I don't think I've seen the latest. You didn't episode see that yet. one? Okay. Not yet. That no. one's really good. The, I saw. There's the four episodes out. Yes. Then I yeah I've only seen the first three then. Yeah. The last one I saw was with T.J. Miller in it. Okay. Where they go to the yep. garage sale or whatever yeah. outside. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I I really like it. I like the latest one. I, I the latest one I put out was really good. Yeah, it's called Barking. It's like they they go into like the the whole uh, idea of what's called barking, where you uh, you go to a, a like a stand up club, and they give you a bunch of flyers, and you write your name on the back of them, and then if five people show up holding your flyer, then you can go on. Oh, okay. So it's like the whole the whole tribulations of. Walking out and handing out the flyer, and then like people being like "fuck you" and like throwing it back in your face, uh-huh. and then like actually trying to sell yourself to these people, like to the point where you're even like lying about who's there. Sure. Or it's like, "oh, Chris Rock's on tonight," and then, like <laughs> fucking like, because they do like a thing where like they're like he's like lying about, like, "oh, Jerry Seinfeld, Chris Rock, yeah, yeah, all these people are gonna be there." And then they're like, oh, fuck you, bullshit, he's not going to be there. And then, like, he shows up at the club, and Hannibal Burris shows up. <laughs> like, oh, fuck, Hannibal Burris is there. So he walks around, Hannibal Burris is there. He's like, bullshit, dude, you said Chris Rock was going to be there a minute ago. So <laughs> it's, like, all this shit where, like, it's, like, you can definitely tell how hard it is to actually, like, put your name out there and actually get work. Because he's doing this for no money, even. He just wants yeah. exposure, and it's really yeah. cool to watch. Yeah. What the weird thing is, like, because I listen to Pete Holmes' podcast occasionally, and uh, he's been doing, like, a lot of press and other podcasts as it goes on. Yeah. And so, like, he is telling a lot about his past life where he meets up with, like, people in the show that were also up and coming at the same time. Yeah. But the the story takes place now, where all these other comedians that he came up with are already famous. Mm -hmm. So it's like a weird thing. I'm like, wait, that didn't happen like that, because like, TJ Miller wasn't famous back then when you were trying to get into shit, so... But like, that's just a little funny thing that I was just driving me mad. Maybe I was also drinking during that same time as well. (laughs) Um, And the uh, other thing I watched was uh, Thank God for Jokes, the Mike Birbiglia stand-up special that's on Netflix. Oh yeah, I want to check that out. It's really good. Yeah? Yep. Won't let you down. It's pretty solid. Okay. Have you you watched all of his other ones too? Yeah, yeah. I've always uh, compared Mike Birbiglia's stand-up to like when you get like a lecturer at a college and it's like (laughs) he throws in some funny things here and there but it's a lot of it's a lot more stuff that makes you think. Yeah. Like this one is uh is a different from like the one where he told a story about his car accident. Okay. Because that one was like a big long story that Mm -hmm. paid off at the end. Mm -hmm. This one definitely does have different uh uh different topics in it that he goes on about. Like yeah. yeah. But I, I, I really enjoy it. I really enjoy Mike Birbiglia, so, like... Yeah, yeah, I'm a big I, I like his... Him. Yeah, I like his, uh, his thought process on stuff. hmm And I... <laughs> he goes on, uh, shit about, uh, something in this near the end of his finale or whatever, and then ties it all together like he usually does at the very end, and I'm like, oh my god, perfect. <laughs> because he does tell, like, a great... He does, like, weave a good story and, like... Has, like, good zingers just about himself or whatever. Yeah. And then he's still, like, low-key, and he's, like, a clean comic as well. Until, yeah. like, this one, where, like, his last story deals with just, like, the F-bomb or whatever. <laughs> so it's 
pretty great. I really like nice. it. But nice. that's it. That's all I've been into nice. this last. Uh, I got. Oh, actually, I have one more thing I was gonna bring up. I I forgot to bring up. Uh, so my girlfriend was, she's like uh, a mild gamer, like not like the huge gamer or whatever. But she was like looking for a good video game, and this one came out not too long ago called uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. And, like, I know, like, Dinosaur Neil's really big into it. Uh-huh. Like, I've seen him playing it or whatever. And, uh, yeah, like, I got into it, and it's got, like, a, actually like a really cool premise to it. Like, if you ever get around to it. Because it's, uh, it's basically, like, it's, like, thousands of years into the future. Uh-huh. And, like, there's already been a uh, civilization of people that were very technologically advanced. But then something happened where, like, they all died off, and then everything kind of overgrew over that and now we're like back to like primitive native okay style so like there's it's a lot of like bow and arrow stuff but then it's also uh there's also like weird like technology stuff also like for some reason there's a lot of like weird animals that are robotic that always are around oh yeah sure so i don't know like it's a really cool premise and like I'm, like, maybe, like, an hour and a half into the story, and, like, the story's really cool, too. Right on. I haven't, uh... I'm not a big gamer whatsoever. No, I'm I'm not either. It's just, like, Molly was really into it, and, like, like she's moving in soon, so she was like, hey, download, download this on your console for me, and we'll split it. And I'm like, alright. So I started playing, <laughs> and I was like, this is a lot of fucking fun. That's actually, like, a really cool premise. Yeah, yeah. I've seen uh, other people play it. It looks really cool. Yeah. Yeah, right on, man. So, definitely check it out. Uh, was it? Horizon Zero Dawn. It's so it's such such a fucking weird name. Yeah, yeah. I never can remember the name of it, but it yeah, it's really good. Well, if people want to call you weird names, where can they do that? They can call me at Bucky for everyone <laughs> on Twitter, also Bucky for everyone on Instagram and hey, we're not Snapchat. Troy. Uh, you can catch me at Troy the Max on Twitter. You can catch both of us at Off Podcast on Twitter as well. If you're into the whole Facebook thing, we're at Facebook.com slash Off Topic Podcast. Where we very sigh. <laughs> where we uh, post all of our new episodes. We also post all of our new episodes as well as from the past and future onto SoundCloud.com <laughs> slash Off Topic Podcast. And if you're uh, an iTunes user, hey, check out iTunes. Because you know what? All of our shows are on that as well. Apple needs your money. Yeah. While you're there, why don't you give us a star review and just a little comment. Say what you like about the show, what you dislike about the show. Hey, we'll read it on the show. And if you have a, if you like the show, five-star rating helps other people find the show as well. If you're on Google Play and you use that platform, guess what? Bada boom. We're still there, baby. Hi-yo. <laughs> Uh, if you have something to say that is long-winded, long-form, some other people say, we have a Gmail account that you can email us that some people are prone to do. Looking at you, Jude. <laughs> we haven't heard you from you in a while. Are, know, are you, you still alive, Jude? Are you alive? I know he's alive. He reposts the show. Good. Like a good soldier. Good. <laughs> Love you, Jude. <laughs> uh, but uh, we are at uh, ReviewReviewPod at gmail.com. Review Review is spelled just how it is in the title of this episode. That's the show, JT. It is. Next week, the controversial Beauty <laughs> and the Beast. But the gays! <laughs> <laughs> 
have to check it out. I looked on, uh, when I was looking up the um, Rotten Tomato score for Kong Skull Island, Beauty and the Beast actually has a lower score than Kong. Well, it's all those, it's all those Christians. Oh, my Cannot God. stand that one weird gay scene in there, oh I guess. God. But they're fine with bestiality. Yep. They yeah. want to see that woman <laughs> fuck that dog person. Actually, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Skeeta, I'll say. Sure. <laughs> She was... That's what we're going to call her? <laughs> I want to bring her on just so we can just call her Skeeta the whole time. I wish she would be on the show. She lives right, she lives down, the right street. down the street. I know. We need to find something where she would like ease, like be easily able to review it. Beauty and the Beast? She's into Disney shit. Maybe we can have her on next week. Get on, Skeeta. I'll get into it. I'll get, get on, on Skeeta. Get on the interwebs. Or I'll just go down the street knocking on her house. <laughs> Um, knock on her house. <laughs> um, anyway, what was I saying? Oh, it's got a lower score on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, you said she was going to say something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, she said something about uh, the controversy of, from Beauty and the Beast, and I'm like, yeah, it's really weird that it's if people found me fucking my dog, they would have less offense to it than me fucking my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I remember that. To which I brought up, I hope they have the twist ending where the beast ends up being black and then <laughs> Belle is a super racist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what a twist. Yeah. It's like, what? You, you were willing to fuck me when I was like a buffalo person. <laughs> yeah, but that's like after this. Uh, <laughs> Damn it, Belle. Well, that's a show, everybody. Kong. Yeah. Skull Kong. Island. Tell a us lot what of you like, thought. there's a lot of like uh, animalistic character theme in this. There's like some like animal and Power Rangers that we could point out. Goldar. Goldar, maybe I don't know. Sure. Fucking a, dude. Fucking... I'm trying to build a theme off of something. I got nothing. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Check it out next week. Until next time. I've been short of the Max Extreme. I am JT3K. And we are.